0: Welcome back guys to another episode of Think ID, my name is Pablo Lapetina and I'm Williams Monier and on today's episode we'll be discussing atypical bacterias which are unique from the other bacterias that we've been discussing in our previous episodes because they do not have a peptidoglycan cell wall. For this reason these organisms are going to be resistant to the beta-lactam antibiotics and these antibiotics are therefore not used to treat their associated infections.
1: We'll be taking a deeper look into beta-lactam antibiotics in the future but, for now, let's get started with Mycoplasma pneumonia, our first atypical bacteria. This organism is known for causing walking pneumonia, also known as atypical pneumonia.
0: The next one is Legionella pneumonia. This organism is responsible for causing Lee Jenner's disease. This organism is unique because it does have a peptidoglycan cell wall, but it acts like an atypical bacteria, and hence is the reason that it's placed within these groups of organisms. Then we have two types of chlamydiophilia, chlamydiophilia pneumonia
1: and chlamydiophilia pistache. They actually both cause pneumonia. However, chlamydiophilia pistache comes from exotic birds such as parrots and leads to a respiratory infection that starts with flu-like symptoms that eventually turns into a life-threatening
0: pneumonia. And then we have chlamydia trachomata, which causes trachoma, which is a bacterial infection affecting the eye and is the number one preventable cause of blindness around the world. Also, this is an important organism because it is the number one sexually transmitted disease due to the ability to cause non-gonococcal urethritis, also known as NGU.
1: So next we have a genus of bacteria known as Mycobacterium. Mycobacterium organisms are a special type of atypical bacteria with a special cell wall made partially of waxy acid called mycolic acid. There are two types of Mycobacteriums. The first one is Mycobacterium tuberculosis, which causes tuberculosis. Meanwhile, the second one is Mycobacterium avium complex, also known as MAC. MAC is a disseminated infection that HIV
0: AIDS patient may acquire and is responsible for a significant cause of death within this population. So next, we also wanted to briefly mention two other non-bacterial organisms because of their significance in immunocompromised populations such as HIV-AIDS patients. First, we have Toxoplasma gondii, which is a protozoa, which not only affects HIV-AIDS patients but can also be acquired by pregnant women that are around kitty litter. And second, we have Pneumocystis gerovechi, which causes pneumonia in HIV-AIDS patients. It's important to note that MAC, Toxoplasma gondii,
1: and Pneumocystis gerovechi are commonly prophylaxed for in HIV-AIDS patients when their CD4 count drops below a certain level. Stay tuned and we'll be back shortly.
0: So welcome back everyone. For this week's infectious news, we just wanted to talk about something that a lot of you have probably seen on the news or on social media, on Facebook, and that's the measles outbreak. So it's expected that 2019 could be the worst year for measles in the last 30 years here in the United States. And there's a lot of things that are contributing to this. One uh, and the most common that we've been seeing around is that of the anti-vaccine movement here in the United States. Uh, A lot of parents choosing not to vaccinate their children with the MMR vaccine, but also research is showing that communities, you know, from other countries, when we have uh, immigration and people coming into the country from countries that not necessarily researchers say are opposed to vaccinating, but they just don't have the resources to vaccinate, and a lot of times these families are like larger families, so they might not have the resources and the means to vaccinate all of their kids. So that's something also to tackle and that contributes to the increasing um, outbreak that we've been seeing with measles. Wow, that's really unfortunate, especially considering all the advancements we've made in measles in the past years. And
1: now it looks like we're kind of going back to square one in terms of vaccination rates. Yeah, that's why it's so worrisome. So. Yeah. All right, well, that's it for this week's episode of Think ID. Until next time, bug you, bug next, you next week. week.